Sunshine peering through the fog was a phrase that I came up with one day whenever I was driving into work. Let me introduce myself. My name is John McGovern. I've owned my own lawn and landscape business. I still broadcast on the radio and a paramedic and recently diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And I didn't see it coming. But sometimes the people afflicted with PTSD are the last individuals to look in the mirror. I know I didn't. It was hard to admit I was broken. My emotions, every emotion in one minute. I was a mess. I knew I needed help, but I thought, what would others think of me? Until the day I looked at my family and I could see in their eyes that I was not me anymore. So I reached out for help. Hello. It's John McGovern, another edition of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. It's so close to Christmas time, the holiday season 2022. And as I do a reflection of this past year for myself, because it's my journey that I'm kind of reporting on, and and hopefully some of the stuff that I'm mentioning you're able to take with you and be able to apply it to you or be able to open up and ask questions about why you're feeling like you're feeling. And let's get into feelings. Isolation. Do you ever feel that way where you just really don't want to get out and explore? It's tough, isn't it? And if you're going through it right now and you're that uh, silent soldier per se, nice days are meant to explore. And it took me so long to understand that if you're walking and you see somebody on the sidewalk or the path, they're not looking at you sideways and seeing what you're all about. They're not a threat. They're people just like you exploring the great outdoors with their puppies, perhaps. That's isolation. Now, one thing that I've been working on diligently, really diligently, is introversion like you know being an introvert and same thing kind of goes hand in hand without for those walks you just want to stay in where you are do what you do and not worry about the people surrounding you again day by day isolation go for those walks covid is kind of almost past us. Enjoy those walks. Enjoy getting your heart rate up. Get back into what you used to enjoy. If that was running, or for myself, it's punching on the punching bag, or it's the free weights or resistance bands, working on the dad body. (laughs) Pun. Insert laughter here. Yeah, it's tough. It really is tough whenever you're dealing with anxiety, depression. You know, you've been put on with that diagnostic label of post-traumatic stress disorder. And you're not sure what the future is going to hold. But the best thing about the future, it's yours to discover. Just like the Ontario license plates on our cars, yours to discover. And only you can make that jump forward. 
But it happens having great people in your corner, like your occupational therapist, your trauma counselors, your psychotherapist, your psychometrist, to make sure that you're able to put the brakes on stress and anxiety in your body. Psychologists, psychiatrists, your family doctor. And remember one thing and one classification of people around you that can actually help. They may not have the answers, but your family. I've worked hard on non or being non-reactive, and it's helped. And I think I have more of a solider base with my family than I did three years ago whenever this whole world, mental world of mine came crashing down. Yeah, I'm like on a big vacation where I'm, while I'm still unpacking a lot of things. And people ask me, are you going back to your job? Are you going back to your profession as a paramedic? I'm still not done unpacking. This mental, exhausting trip is not over. But what's coming into play is enjoying the sunshine when it's out. You know, doing that brisk rent, that brisk sprint whenever it's raining out. Feeling the feels. And making sure that you're not just in that fog. That's why this podcast is called Sunshine Peering Through the Fog, because we all can get there. And believe me, I haven't reported on this podcast in a while because... As I said on the Facebook page, Sunshine Peering Through the Fog, I needed to kind of work on me first because I was struggling. And I still am day to day, but I'm like in quicksand, but I'm up to my armpits, but I'm still able to use my arms, my eyes, my hearing, my voice, my mind to get to where I need to go. I may be frozen from the nipple line down, on many aspects. So that's 75% of my body. But you know what? There's still 25% and I'm still giving it my all. And I continue to do that because I want to. I want to know at some point in the future, whenever I look back and it's just me talking, it's just me. I want to look back going, I look I came, I listened, I absorbed, and I started to put forward everything I could to get to a place or a time or a year or a day or a minute or a season where I can look back going, I tried my best and I am here. And you know what? I am living. I may not be living like some. I may be still like that tight elastic band that does not stretch perhaps like I did back 20 years ago before I became a paramedic. 
you know, you had that resilient snap to your elastic. You were able to get stretched to the maximum and then be able to come home and then decompress and then elasticize yourself again. It's like your lungs. Every time you take a deep breath, you're expanding your lung fields to its maximum potential, right? I find with PTSD that you're breathing, but you're not breathing deep. And it's like those short volumes of air in, short volumes of air out. And we really have to sit there and be mindful of that because, like I said about the elastic band, I want to get to that point in my life. My elastic band doesn't have to stretch to its maximum. I want it to stretch maybe 25% more than what it does right now. Or I want my lung expansion to expand 25% more. Whenever I do those four seconds in breathing, six seconds out for heart rate variability, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to put the brakes on the sympathetic nervous system whenever I am feeling anxious. I'm trying to pump the brakes. And you know what? My brakes are being pretty resilient. They're not worn out, metaphorically speaking. And I know that I'm not pushing to the floor anymore to stop because I'm realizing, I'm realizing that when you have tools in the toolbox, just like a mechanic, It's all about preventative maintenance. And whenever you're able to use those tools or preventative maintenance, your brakes won't wear out. You may come close to the, whatever they're called, the the squealers on your brakes where you hear the, whenever you put it on the brakes. But preventative maintenance will always keep you in check. And the preventative maintenance in my life for PTSD, anxiety, depression, for being that introvert, for, you know, having that isolation factor, you know, being hypervigilant, hyper aware of everything. I still make time for me, my walks, spending time with my family, trying, okay, trying to get to know new people. Now, again, just like I mentioned before at the top of the podcast, you could be out walking. People may look at you, but they're not looking at you for anything that potentially they think you are. They're looking at you to probably say hi whenever they're on the trail or the sidewalk. And if they don't, that's okay. Take your deep breaths. Blow it out. Put the brakes on. Make sure that your resilience is there. And if you can walk, if that's what you're doing, if you can walk another block longer or half a block longer than you did previously, maybe the week before, the day before, the month before, Pat yourself on the back. Why? 
because you're doing this, you're working hard at it, you're using the tools, and the only way that you're going to move forward, it starts with you. It really, truly starts with you. And one big thing that I really (laughs) did find, um, which left me shake my head, like kind of like shaking my head after I mentioned this, I was doing my CAMH assessment. And my um, psychiatrist that I was talking to for the assessment goes, so in one particular point over the last six months, When did you feel agitated? One thing popped in my mind. It's like exposure therapy. Costco. Nothing against Costco the store. It's just filled with lots of people. And for myself, agitation was or is a big thing of my PTSD. And I was in there with my wife and my oldest daughter not too long ago. And somebody hit me in the back of my heels with a cart. And it triggered me back to years ago whenever someone else did that. But this time with PTSD, remember the elastic stretching, stretching back in? Well, my elastic doesn't stretch that far out, as I told you. And what happened was the agitation light switch came on and I I didn't say the right words to the individual behind me, but it made me realize that I am still triggered. I know what I need to work on, but you know what? I was in a busy spot. I did a heck of a lot of breathing and regrounding. <laughs> and I came through it. I was even asked to go and put something back that we didn't need in our home. That was a big thing. That was a big thing because it's like the hand-holding system. It's going through a store all by myself, reflecting back on where I got that from, or we got that from, and me successfully going back to put it into the compartment area where we originally got it from. Sure, I could have left it in the, I don't know, the frozen food aisle, but it was crackers. So why should crackers be there? Should I be like other people? Or should I test myself? Because every day is a test with PTSD, anxiety, depression, whatever you have. And then when you make even the smallest step, pat yourself on the back. I know a lot of the things that I say is very repetitive, but you know what? I'm just reading here from Caitlin, Caitlin from Portland, Oregon. Caitlin, you reached out to me and you said, thank you for your podcast. 
it seems like your journey is like my journey. But with your podcast, it seems like I'm reliving my life, comparing it to your life, but I'm not comparing it in a bad way. I'm just comparing it. And then you give me those helpful tricks of the trade of therapy. You're in Portland, Oregon. I'm in Ontario, Canada. Maybe, maybe what I share, it could help you to activate, you know, dialogue with your mental health provider and, you know, come up with a different plan, plan or assessment. And that brings me to the latest person that lost their life, I believe, I solely believe, from their mental health and Twitch. I got to see Twitch before Twitch was Twitch on Ellen. I got to see him dance like everybody was watching. Then he became the DJ on Ellen. Him and Ellen gave the moves. Ellen went off the air. Ellen retired. And I watched Twitch's movie, or his videos, his little snippets of his life. And unfortunately, Twitch wasn't as happy, maybe, not sure, as what we thought on the outside. Just like Robin Williams, just like others. Yeah, I've had those suicidal ideations whenever this first kind of slapped me in the face. I think we all have. And I'm not saying that I'm any more stronger than Twitch. Twitch was a very great activist. But it's unfortunate. Really unfortunate. Just like friends of mine that decided that life was too hard and thought it was easier to remove themselves from this planet Earth. Or just like calls that you've gone to if you're on the front line. Police, fire, paramedicine, nurses, doctors. It's tough. And whenever you reflect back on something that happened, just like Twitch and his unfortunate mental mishap, maybe that's the right way to say it. But it gives me another perspective of life, to look at life, and to try to figure out what I should do to move forward, to be mentally agile. I'm 51, so the dad bod and being agile in general, it takes a lot of work, as does being mentally agile. Now, Fred reached out to me. Now, Fred is from Ireland. He is on the paramedic division in Ireland, in Dublin. And he said, John, he said, I stumbled upon your broadcast. And he mentioned that he is not there yet to put up his hand to get to that point to say that he needs some help. And I hope you can at some point and reach out to me at any point 
and we can converse. And I say that to you, if you're listening right now, and you know, you just want someone to listen. Hey, I am no therapist, but I kind of understand the whole realm of complex PTSD. PTSD, you know, the DSM-5, how you're diagnosed, what anxiety is, what depression is, what your quality of life is. You know, it's, it's all about getting up in the morning and it's about, you know, the routines that you get yourself into. Good, bad, or indifferent. Just like Taylor. Taylor is from Canada. I'm going to make that very vague. And Taylor said to me on, the, on my email, sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com, she said, John, I am worried. I am worried for my husband. Now, Taylor's not her real name, but Taylor does listen. Taylor does live in Ontario, Canada, and I'm protecting Taylor because she's worried about her husband. And she asked how my family knew that something was wrong. So I I shared the information. And I really do hope fictional Taylor and her husband can get the help. Both. Both get the help that they deserve, they need, they want. And hopefully they're able to move past or move forward or look back or reflect on what life could be like without having that mental baggage in your backpack all the time. It's like red bricks that are holding you back. It's that tension headache. It's that tension in your shoulders. It's being fatigued all the time, being... Being woke up in the middle of the day with your eyes open with a flashback from the past or being woke up in the middle of the night or having assessments done and more medication thrown at you just as a recommendation. Life isn't easy. And when you throw your mental health into it, it makes it even more difficult to move forward. But we are. We are moving forward. And if there's one thing that I would love to do is I would love to have an online forum at some point where we can have an occupational therapist chime in. We can have a psychotherapist chime in. A psychometrist chime in. It's almost 3 o'clock as you can hear my, my uh, alarm going off. But that's okay. I'm moving forward. Tick tock, tick tock. That form, getting more people involved. You know, people that maybe haven't recovered, but they're managing. You know, they've come to that happy plateau and they're back in the work field. Maybe not as what they've done before, but maybe they're surviving with what they're doing and they're happy doing whatever that is. 
I would love to have that form reach out to me at sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. If, you know, if you're a professional when it comes to mental health and you would like to help people such as myself that maybe aren't just ready, maybe they want questions answered before they reach out. Or if it's you on the other end of this that's listening going, so what's next? Ask me. I'm an open book. Like I said, I am not a therapist. I'm not a mental professional. But I am a professional that is going through mental debrining. Does that make sense? It's kind of pulling back the orange peel, right? And it's seeing and it's exposing what's on the inside, right? Because sometimes whenever we see that deep brine part of the orange, maybe we're afraid to sink our teeth into it because maybe it's not as fresh as it used to be. But I think whenever you get to that point where you're able to open up and be able to unpack from that mental vacation that you consistently are on and that debrining gets to that point where, oh my God, that is a fresh orange. And you sit there and indulge yourself in that fresh orange that is the most best tasting orange ever, you know you've hit that spot where you're going to look back at some point. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But it could be years from now. But it starts, it really does start whenever you're able to put up your hand and say, I need a mental time out. And that's okay. This is Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. My name, John McGovern. I'm wishing you a holiday that gives you some solace of knowing that you have a loving family or there is people around you that are willing to listen. We're getting so close to 2023 as well, and hopefully your next year, whenever the calendar flips over, hopefully that calendar, that year, is symbolic of the mental baggage being a little less weightful, and that weightlessness becomes power for you and your future and your family. Take care, and we'll chat soon.